0: Welcome to Smart Cleaning School. Are you ready to reshape your mindset and grow your cleaning business? Step into today's class with your guide, Ken Carfagno, so you can win for your family. Welcome back to the Smart Cleaning School podcast, helping cleaning professionals make the impact that they were meant to make. Today's episode, Desire a Good Name. This is going to be what I hope one of the most foundational episodes that I have created to date. But before I dive in, let's do a funny papers edition. Here we go. I have another funny story, actually two of them, from the professional house cleaners group by Angela Brown. So thank you, Angela, for your amazing group, because I definitely have been able to fish for some funny stories out of there. So this one is from Kelly Mulqueen, and she runs Happy House Cleaning out of Madison, Wisconsin. So Kelly sent me two cat stories. Here's the first one. And I'll share it in my own storytelling amazing voice, or so I like to think. The vacuum extender pole sucked up a children's kazoo and it got stuck. So you can imagine the kazoo is stuck inside the vacuum cleaner. You know what kazoos sound like? I'm not going to tell you. But like something like that. But every time the vacuum was turned on in the process of fishing it out, the woo sound resonated. That's fun, that's a short one. Second story from Kelly. She says, I also thought of another funny story. We were cleaning a home and this kitten kept getting into everything. The cat jumped inside the toilet while we were scrubbing it. Great. Get the cat out of the toilet, obviously. The cat jumped inside a mop bucket. Come on, cat. I don't know what it is with you, cat, and clean water. Ken, are you saying the toilet water is clean? Well, it's good enough to drink out (laughs) of Oh, sorry about that. Kelly goes on to say, we couldn't handle the kitten jumping in everything any longer. And we were concerned about the kitten leaving bleach kitty prints on the carpet, you know, from jumping into the toilet bowl. So they were using bleach to clean in there. So we moved the kitten into the garage and told the homeowners to avoid damage We had to place the kitten in the garage while we were cleaning. The homeowner, scratching their head, said, Um, uh, we don't have a kitten. So when Kelly and the customer put their heads together, they figured out, oh, it was a farm kitten that snuck in while they were carrying in their supplies. I am so excited to do this episode. There are so many reasons why. I decided to start and build a cleaning company. I want to talk about an internal motivation that's always been beneath the surface. And I suspect it's in you as well. What does your name mean to you? I want to inspire you to desire a good name and to be inspired to do so. This is called legacy. First, I want to read you a quote from King Solomon. Now, who's King Solomon before? Let me build up his credibility. Okay, here you go. King Solomon is the richest and the wisest man in human history. He reigned over the kingdom of Israel from 970 to 930 BC. Scholars have estimated his wealth in current dollars around 2.2 trillion dollars. For perspective, the richest man in the world right now is Bernard Arnault, who is worth around $200 billion. And if King Solomon were alive today, he would be worth 10 times that of Bernard. Here's more perspective. If you search Google for the richest man of all time, they seem to omit King Solomon, you will find Mansa Musa who reigned king of the Mali Empire from 1280 to 1337 AD. His net worth in today's dollars is estimated at $400 billion. This is two times the richest man today. Yet King Solomon is still five times wealthier than Mansa Musa. I have even more perspective. Do you know how King Solomon got so wealthy? Yeah, he inherited some from his dad, King David, lots of gold and things like that. But did you know this? World leaders at that time would literally travel far distances via camel, I suppose, just to hear his wisdom and learn from him. They would bring him the wealth of their country and give it as a tribute just to hear him talk. This is mind boggling to me. I shared all this because King Solomon wrote a book that I read often. It's called Proverbs, and it's found in the Old Testament of the Bible. Here's the quote I want to read from this book, Proverbs 22.1, and I'm reading this out of the Amplified Version. A good name earned by honorable behavior, godly wisdom, moral courage, and personal integrity is more desirable than great riches and favor is better than silver and gold. One more time, a good name earned by honorable behavior, godly wisdom, moral courage, and personal integrity is more desirable than great riches and favor is better than silver and gold. I first read this at the age of 25 when the Bible was still new to me. But this verse really captured my heart. I wanted to make a name for myself. I wanted to make those that poured into me and made our name valuable proud of me. I wanted to carry on their legacy. Now here's a few examples of men who knew their name and purpose. Hello, my name is Enigol Montoya. "'You killed my father. Prepare to die.'" Enigo Montoya knew his name, and he knew his purpose. Here's the second one. "'My name is Maximus Decimus Meridius, commander of the armies of the north, general of the Felix legions, loyal servant to the true emperor, Marcus Aurelius, father to a murdered son, husband to a murdered wife, and I will have my vengeance in this life or the next.'" Now that's a man who knew his name and his purpose. So the first one is a little bit silly from The Princess Bride, but it does show the power in a name. The second one from Gladiator is just chilling and awesome and gets men to want to fight for this man. So now it's my turn. My name is Kenneth Joseph Carfagno III. I was named after my pop up. Kenneth Joseph Carfagno, Sr. My father, Kenneth Joseph Carfagno, Jr., named his firstborn son after his father. My pop-up, Sr., was the sixth child and fifth son of Gennaro Carfagno. Now, Carfagno, the Italian version, uh, it's that's the correct way to say it. We've Americanized it, and my pop-up always said Carfagno, so I keep that to honor him. But let's keep going. Gennaro was the firstborn of eight kids of Giuseppe Carfagno. Giuseppe is Italian for Joseph. Gennaro is Italian for Jerry. So I carry the name of four generations of my fathers. Joseph, my middle name, is Giuseppe. That's my great-great-grandfather. And then obviously Kenneth, Joseph, that's the name of my father and grandfather. So that's my fathers, my generations that are in my name. That is so cool. So much poured into me, into that name. lot of responsibility upon me, the way I see it. Giuseppe, my great-great-grandfather, he came to Philadelphia in 1881 from Montella, Italy. He laid cobblestone on the streets of Philadelphia, which is the foundation of our historic district. He later moved on to work for Schmidt's Brewery, in Philly. He lived a decent life, enjoyed time at the beach in Ocean City, New Jersey, with my great-great-grandmother, Rosina, and he raised eight kids with strong family values. Now that's a good name. My great-grandfather, Gennaro, or Jerry, was a first-generation Italian-American who valued the American dream. He was an entrepreneur. He owned a very successful trucking company before World War II and then a small mom-and-pop grocery store after the war in North Philadelphia. He named his firstborn son Giuseppe, or Joseph, after his father. And he named his secondborn son Gennaro after himself. But then Gennaro passed away at the age of two. And when my great-grandfather had a third son, he also named him Gennaro because carrying on his name and the names of his fathers was important to him. Then he named his last two sons Ronald and his fifth one Kenneth. That's my pop I've already done a full episode about my pop and how important he was to me and my life. This episode is called Tribute to My Father, and I would be honored if you would check that out at some time. It really was a powerful and emotional bit of grief counseling for myself to do that. I was able to give my Pop-up's eulogy at the funeral, and I poured everything I could into it. See, my pop-up raised me. He mentored me. He affirmed me. He taught me to be a man. I have made it my mission to make him proud in life. And really, it wasn't until about a year after he passed, and that was in November 2020. So about a year later in November of 2021, that I finally realized that I didn't have to strive to make him proud of me anymore. I realized he already was proud of me and I didn't have to earn it. I could already see his pride just exuding from his eyes every time he looked at me and smiled at me. I have pictures of him and I can see the look in his eyes as he looks over me when I'm a 12-year-old boy. I can see the proudness of a dad to his son. And yes, I call him father. He may be my grandfather, but the man taught me to be a man. He's my father. And my pop-up, Kenneth Carfagno, Sr., he worked as an electronics engineer for Panasonic. And he also worked for the Philadelphia Electric Company for 35 years where he retired from. And he made it to the power director position. So he was in charge of distributing power around all of the Philadelphia area and suburbs through a vast network. So that was pretty cool. I thought that was like, awesome. My dad is like in charge of all this stuff. That is so cool. My own father, Ken Jr., he was 19 when I was born. He taught me a lot of things too. He taught me hard work ethic and loyalty. Unfortunately, my father has mental illness. And over the past 15 years, he's put a tarnish on the family name. I don't hold that against him. It's just what it is. Mental illness is very difficult. If anyone out there is dealing with it, you know what I'm talking about. There were times in recent years when Googling my name, because I have the same name as my dad and grandfather, that would bring up court records and sentencing records and felony charges. And it was kind of weird because I'm thinking, how am I going to show that I'm not that Ken Carfagno? I am the one over here with the podcast and the cleaning business. But, you know, there's nothing I could do. That is part of the name. That's the name that I have. All of these things that the fathers in my life poured into the name, it added value or took value away from the name. I also want to be fair to my dad. He was totally awesome to me. He was there for me as a kid. He took me on adventures. I've shared that on the podcast before. He was awesome to me. Right now, he's 64 years old and he's living a difficult life. And it's part of my name now Ken Carfagno III to serve my father and to help him rehabilitate his life. See, these men from Giuseppe to Gennaro Carfagno and then change the name to Kenneth Carfagno Sr. and then Kenneth Carfagno Jr. Then me, Kenneth Carfagno III, all of that has added or in some cases subtracted or depreciated the value of the Carfagno name. So these men handed me this name, and then it was my turn to do something with it. And what I did right away as a dad is I named my firstborn son, Kenneth Joseph Carfagner IV. Why? To honor my dad and my grandfather. Not to honor me. It's so interesting that way. My dad named me after my grandfather. I named my son after my father and grandfather. Now I know every one of you has a genealogical history, very similar. You can look back to your fathers and grandfathers and great-greats and so on, and you can see what your name has become. What's the value of your name? Is there amazing people in your past or is there people that aren't so amazing? Whatever it is, the name that you have right now Do you desire a good name? Do you want to appreciate that name, meaning to add value to it and grow the name? I can remember as a high school student, the name Carfagno was on the backs and plates of my friend's cars. It was like on the scoreboard of the local little league. You see, Carfagno Chevrolet was a local company in Norristown, Pennsylvania. We have no direct relationship, me to the owner, Frank Garfagno, but it still gave me more identity in my name besides what my fathers had given me. I would think, well, what if I could build a company with my name? My great-grandfather, Gennaro, he had business. What if I could do it? He had a very successful business. What if I could sponsor a little league team? This is why we named our fledgling side businesses In 2002 to 2005 with our name in it. I didn't realize why I did this until recently. But the first one, Carfagno International was our Amway business when we did that. Carfagno Writing was my writing journey when I wrote the book Arctic Land. Very creative, aren't I? And of course, Carfagno Cleaning was the solo cleaning business we started in 2005. Today, we operate as Carfagno Commercial Cleaning. And we just won small business of the year in the Indian Valley Chamber. That is awesome because the name Carfagno was lifted up. And I got to tell my kids that. I got to tell my wife that and said, look, the community values the work that we do. The community appreciates us and that appreciates our name. And so now I have an even greater burden if you want to call it that, to continue to build that name so that I can give this name to my kids and have it be something already worth a lot. And here's something else. Carfagno Commercial Cleaning is God's business. That's what separates me, possibly even from Frank Carfagno, because Frank Carfagno would say, it's my business, Carfagno Chevrolet. I don't say that. Because the legacy I'm adding into the Carfagno name is that I am the first in that line that I just mentioned to become a born again believer in Jesus Christ. And that means more to me than anything else on this planet. And that's the biggest appreciation that I've added to the Carfagno name. And so Carfagno Commercial Cleaning is God's business We are a 10 talent company. We are serving our community and reinvesting the talents that God has given us to bring back double to our master when he asks for it. I am beyond thankful that this company has our family name on it. Our name has reputation for excellence, for service, for Christian values. Many cleaning companies name their company after their area for more SEO or a better opportunity to sell the business. It's true. That works. It helps. And I did a whole episode on this. It's called Naming Your Solo Cleaning Business. But now I look back on my life and I'm so glad that we named the family business after our family name. It's a major legacy piece to desire a good name for me. Can't you tell? It's not just about my fathers or me. I'm most interested in what my children do with a name now. Teresa and I get compliments on our kids and their behavior often. And it's really cool. It's really good. It's really humbling. They may ask us, well, how do we bring them up? I'm going to tell you it has everything to do with desiring a good name and being intentional about teaching it, walking it, and owning it. I don't know what your definition of a good name is, but I can share my definition and how our family is walking this out. A Carfagno is a disciple of Jesus Christ in word and deed. A Carfagno is grateful for every gift we have. A Carfagno is unconditionally honest no matter what. A Carfagno is fun to enjoy life at its fullest. A Carfagno is unified with our brethren in the bond of perfection. A Carfagno is healthy in body, which is the temple of God. A Carfagno is excellent in our work, decision making, and personal development. A Carfagno is debt-free and generous in our finances. Family mission statement. The Carfagno family spends time together laughing and creating memories. We train our children to follow our family code. And that was the eight A Carfagno is statements. We train our children to follow our family code, leaving as leaders. And we serve God's people with our time, our talent, and our treasure. I have the opportunity every day to appreciate or add value to the Carfagno name, or I have the same opportunity every day to depreciate the Carfagno name. I choose to add value to the glory of God and the future of my children to the fifth, to the 10th, to the 20th generation to come. What about you? What will you do with your name? Today's episode was brought to you by Total Life Freedom School. Do you have interest in building an online lifestyle freedom business outside of cleaning? Possibly you have a platform to help a specific group of people that you've always wanted to try. In less than an hour of training a week, My friend Vincent Puglisi and his TLF school helps aspiring and growing entrepreneurs create recurring online income to free up 50% of their time so they can finally live life on their terms. Check out the Smart Cleaning School's TLF school deal. Get access to TLF school for 14 days for $1 and receive the first two lessons for free. Go to smartcleaningschool.com forward slash resources for the deal. And this, by the way, could be your place to start building your name. Also, if you're a solo cleaner and the thought of building an online business makes you want to get off social media altogether, then you need to access my ISO model. You can optimize your solo cleaning business to earn over $50,000 profit cleaning less than 20 hours per week without employees or subs and you can build a great name for you and your family. Get access to this game-changing training for only $57 a month in the Solo Elite membership at smartcleaningschool.com forward slash elite. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Thank you for your interest and your desire to have a good name. Have a great week. Thank you for listening to Smart Cleaning School. Class is dismissed.